When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair again. What is it, day five? Uh, yeah, day five already. It's a beautiful day. Another just fantastic. I mean, it's like going up to the high 70s. There's a breeze. There's low humidity. I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, but if you've been waiting on the perfect weather day, this might be it. Uh, but I think the first half of this week is going to be really nice. And if you are one of those people who has always said, I want to go to the state fair, but I don't like the crowds. The crowds virtually every day have been half of the record size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had 61,000, I believe, the first day, 77,000 the second day. Uh, we had Saturday's numbers were 133,000, which was about 50% off of uh, the record-setting first Saturday of a fair. So it is much, much less crammed and crowded. And so uh, this might be a nice year for you to come out. And you won't, I mean, it's. I think it's easy to stay socially distanced Mm -hmm. from people because there just ain't that many out here. Um, And I I think it's great. Gorgeous out. Oh, speaking of gorgeous, um, I got to give a shout out to the folks at Weeping Willow Acres farm you know i love willows I love you willow do love willows. did you pick up some willows for steve Were there willows? no i did went you, oh, i went i didn't okay. i uh i went out with my family it was a nice day or it, it was at least nice in the morning and then it ended up you know raining later on but i said let's just drive let's go out west so we headed to weaving willow and saw a whole bunch of llamas and chickens and a couple of goats. Oh yes! And it was and peacocks and it was just absolutely beautiful. Where is this? Um, what city? This is in I think it's Waconia. Really? Yeah. This is my neck of the woods. I claim Chanhassen, Chaska, and Waconia. Victoria. Victoria as we well. Up there we went to a, a great place, Saint Bonnie uh, Bistro oh. in Saint Bonifacius. Yes. So that was it. Was just really great. This Steve, they do three-hour birthday events. They do guided tours. You could do a self-guided tour. They're on twelve acres. It is absolutely stunning, and uh, I have to say thank you again to Natalie for hanging out and letting me take a. Take a llama out on a what do you call it? A bridle? Uh, you bridle them up? Oh sure, yeah. And then let's take go them for a walk. Um, oh, well, so this is what they do. It uh, it looks different. This looks a little bit more upscale and perhaps themed than Carlson's lovable llamas. But that's another great spot, right yeah. off ten in Route Two, Waconia. 
And uh, that's where you go. And if you have kids, that's another cool spot, too, where you just go and yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. once your kids get out of the car, essentially, they just give you the reins. And now you're walking that llama yeah. for the next 30 minutes. Yeah, it's so great. Really fun. Just gorgeous. Well, so I didn't thank even you know again. about this. The uh, Weeping Willow Acres Farm in Waconia. Yeah. And happy birthday to Quinn. Is that a llama? Uh, no, it's yeah. not a llama. The llama that I took was Hamilton. Oh, his name was Alexander Hamilton. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. So thanks again. I encourage you guys. I think they're open year round. So there's like sledding that you really? can do. There's, oh, that's yes, good to know. It's great. It's beautiful. Always looking for a good sledding hill. Uh, you know, we had sad news over the weekend with we the uh, the passing of legendary actor Ed Asner, who passed away at the age of 91 and I mean of course everybody goes back to his turn as Lou Grant on the Mary Tyler Moore show mm. um, kids know him as the voice of the guy from the movie up with uh, Pixar we know him Most more recently. recently yep he was uh, in Cobra Kai as the stepdad of Johnny yes yes yeah. uh, and was just lovely he was also in what's the other show that we loved uh, dead to me he was in oh, Dead yeah. to Me, uh, season one, which was oh, really that's great. Right. What was his role in that? Now I, I remember he was at the um, like long-term care facility. Oh yeah. And there were, <laughs> it, he was great. He was great in that, as he's great in everything. Um, I was a little bit, um, I you know, when somebody passes, you start to learn stuff about them as you read through their obit and all of the tributes. I did not know that he was as decorated. As he is, oh, for, yeah. In terms of Emmy awards, mm -hmm. he's—I think he's won more for one character than any other actor has. Yes, yep. As he, Lou Grant, and I didn't, you know, and and forgive me here, uh, but I didn't even know that there was a spinoff that lasted almost as long as the Mary Tyler Moore Show for his character, Lou, Lou Grant. Grant. Yeah, which was he's, a serious role. It went from like a comedy to a drama. It's oh, is that very right? unusual. It's like one of the well, I think the only time. That that's happened. What was his What was his role in Lou Grant? Was he like a newspaper guy? I think so. I mean, it was I just it was his character on Mary Tyler Moore. It was just a spinoff, just like Frasier was with yeah. Cheers. Yeah, but I think he he took on a new position. Oh, okay. Where he was, was like he a, the station a manager. Or <laughs> I can't remember, I, and I used to watch it. I loved him young. growing up. Well, let me do this. Let me. I'm, I'm going to read a little, little tribute that we uh, that I saw on Instagram yesterday okay. from our friend Melissa Peterman, okay. who I didn't know had these wonderful personal encounters with Ed Asner. Uh, she says, for a Minneapolis girl who wanted to be Mary Tyler Moore, just meeting Mr. Grant would have been a thrill. So, getting to work with Ed Asner on Working Class was a dream come true. Doing scenes with him was terrifying in the best way. He was hilarious, smart, gruff, kind, opinionated, and I wanted to hear every story he wanted to tell. Mm. He let me dress up as Mary Tyler Moore and get a picture with him. <laughs> he let me throw him a martini birthday party on set. He let me and a just five-year-old Riley, her son, visit him and bring him lunch at his home many times. He let Riley look at his up mementos, some of which Aww. I'm sure were priceless, and never flinched even when he wanted to touch one of his Emmys. I would joke he had so many he could afford to break a few. 
He cared about his fellow man and performers. He will be missed. Thinking of his family and everyone who loved him, rest in peace, Mr. Asner. That is a tribute from Minnesota's own Melissa Peterman, Aww, um, who had the so privilege sweet. of working with him. Melissa, if you're up on the West Coast, give us a call at some point today. I'll shoot sure. her a text. I'd love to hear what's it like when you go inside of Ed Asner's house. Yes. I mean, what an experience that must be. Yeah, we would love to hear some stories. Uh, also, there are some, we have a montage tribute. We'll get to that at the end of the show before we get out of here. Uh, today at 12 noon. Uh, coming up next, you've got some stuff that makes you go, huh? I do have some things. Why don't we fill in the blank here? Uh, see if you can figure this out. Blank percentage of babies are born on their due date. Hmm. See if you can figure that out. Don't forget, also coming up today at 9.30, our read-along hashtag it's not a book club update. Oh. We all got to page 175 oh. in Billy Summers. Did we, though? Oh, my sweet Jesus. All right, lots to get into here. It is the Donna and Steve Show live from the Minnesota State Fair. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything oh. entertainment. Oh, what man. a day. It's a gorgeous here day. At the Minnesota I don't State Fair. see a cloud in the sky. Monday's right always tricky when we get here. First week, first two days, adrenaline is pumping. We're excited to be back, especially this year. Uh, Monday can go either way, and I think depending on how that goes, it sort of sends you, it sets your trajectory for the week. And I feel like we are off to a great start here. It is a lovely day. We've got live shows here at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage uh, all day long, all the way through 6 p.m. So if you happen to be out on the fairgrounds, come out and check us out. Twin Cities Live will be live at 3 o'clock as well over at the Five Eyewitness News building. Um, so lots to see when you're out here. But in the meantime... Kick it. Okay, Donna. Okay, Steve. Now, you have long said that you are anti-pregnancy. Whatever. And we don't have time to get into that today, but I thought that you might appreciate this. People who don't normally listen mm -hmm. and hear that think you're a monster think i'm a I monster mean, every day he comes up with something that's so bizarre <laughs> no. that she is anti something or for something really strange <laughs> that's exactly really, right. i know you now yeah i know your uh, tricks any whoozle um for the monster and dawn take a guess <laughs> what percentage of babies are born on their due date think about it the doctor gives you the due date you set your life around the due date of that baby, what percentage are born on their due date? I think it's going to be very low. Oh, very low. It's going to be 3%. 3%. Jonathan McClain. Mm -hmm. I would say, how about 31%? Prices right rules are always in effect. Closest without going over wins. The actual retail price is... Four percent. Shut your Whoa. face. Donna, you were Whoa. so close. Four percent of babies are born on their actual due date. Now, if I was a mm, committed broadcaster, I would have looked up <laughs> what, what's the higher likelihood that you go early or that you go late? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not looking it up. Don't I thought it would be it? higher because of uh, scheduled C-sections. Oh. You know, but that yeah. is not necessarily on the due date. It's just whenever it's convenient for you. Yeah, and we, mostly the doctor. We did all of ours <laughs> a week before with C-sections. Mm -hmm. So we would figure out the due date, chop seven days off. And then the fascinating thing about a C-section, outside of the fact that it looks like an attempted murder or a science fiction movie, <laughs> that's the truth. I've been in the room four times. It's a, 
It's unbelievable. It's like oh the magician. Next, we're going to saw her in half. And they do. <laughs> and they do, except this time, instead of bringing a rabbit out of the hat, they bring a baby out of the womb. It's she just un- needs a zipper, doesn't she? We paid extra after the first one. And we <laughs> okay. just said, let's you just Velcro that. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it comes over. <laughs> Honey. Um, it is just so fascinating. But then you set it on your calendar. So you look at the week. What do we have? Monday, we need to remember to go to Costco. We have to get sausage links. T- Tuesday, we're going to have the baby. And then on Friday, and it's just so bizarre. So weird. Okay, I have a technical question. Thank you for asking. Okay, so do they always cut into the same spot? Or do they go a little lower, a little higher? No, always the same spot. So once you have that incision... They then they just Trace keep going it. right back in. So they, they joke, you know, we could just put a zipper on it. You healed great. Oh, gosh. But then you keep going right back in. And it's so amazing. And I, we had a fabulous uh, uh, OBGYN who the last couple of times, I've had video for every C-section that my wife has had. And the first one, I just sneaked video. Nobody said anything. The second one, you know, there's a partition, right? Mm-hmm. So Lou, Lou is laying down. There's a partition across her midsection, like right under her chest. And uh, that's where they're doing all of their work down there. And I, like, pulled my camera up. And then one of the nurses said, uh, sir, we don't have video in here. And I was like, okay. So then I pulled it down. And I was like, but I'm going to get video of this. So, <laughs> so then I waited. And, of course, there's a point where it's all hands on deck because they have to pull the baby out of the body. You can't monitor your video. And that's when I just went right back up, got video of that one. Well, I told this story to our most recent OB who did the last two babies. And he said, oh. First of all, you can. You can have video in there, and I'll just do you a favor. I'll tell you when it's go time so you don't waste any battery. So he would just say, Steve, it's a good time for you to pull out your camera. I did. They do the last thing, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, out comes a baby, and it is just mesmerizing. Not always, but I, well, it's always mesmerizing, which, but it's not always. Which one wasn't mesmerizing? Yeah. Grayson, the second one. No, it's just weird. It felt like the sequel nobody asked for. No, um, it's not always clean. Like we, the last one, there was a, they hit a thing and there was a lot of stuff that came out and even said, whoa. And I was like, oh, is that a bad whoa? It was not a bad whoa. But the first one, I was amazed at how clean it was because they essentially dress the, your insides with saran wrap. Essentially, oh, oh, oh so oh. everything's like vacuum sealed as they go in. You would just think it would be so much messier than it is. I was amazed at the cleanliness of it all. Oh my gosh, who knew we would be talking about that? Honest today? to goodness, my hope by the end of this state fair mm-hmm. is to hand deliver a baby here. I want to deliver a baby. <laughs> you know what? Go over to the um, the surgery place, the birthing center, or the place where they uh, do dog surgeries. Yeah. Oh no, they do surgeries here. Yeah, Alexis loves oh, yeah. it. She, it's yeah, um, I've done it too. Yeah, they do. You know, they remove their j- Jimmy Johns. Oh, they're, they're not the Jimmy, but just the neutering. Johns. Yeah. Oh my god! And then they're the doctors on a mic, and then oh. there are cameras. I'm uh, now and, and taking off the dog's testicles. What are TV, they saying on the mic? I don't think they're going to say it like that. Like a carnival barker from the 30s. But they've got screens and you can watch. It's neat. Kind of a missed opportunity if you ask me. But uh, Oh, speaking of animals, male goats will pee on their own faces to attract females for mating. How is that possible? How does a goat pee on its own face? My dog pees on his own leg a lot. And I guess if he dips his head. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Head down. He could get there. Hmm. <laughs> Here's another one about animals. I had a, I had to visualize for a second. Yeah. I got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Can I say, okay, I'll say this. A group of bunnies is called a herd, typically, but in some parts of Canada, they call it a fluffle. I like that. <laughs> Which is nice. Oh, cute. By the way, speaking of dogs, I uh, had to give my dog a bath two days in a row this weekend. Oh. First day, thank you for asking, was because he had had some stuff that had gotten tangled up in his caboose. It wasn't a clean situation. We were sure. like, wow, the dog smells terrible. What's going on? And then we looked and it was <laughs> terrible. And what I had to do during this bath, solo bath, I did it while Lou was out. I was like, I'll surprise her. She won't have to help bathe the dog. It was aggressive. It required scissors and a lot of hand combing. <laughs> it was tough. Oh, no, then no. we're sitting you inside yesterday. Hey, you could have no. used those gardening gloves. The gardening gloves. <laughs> Quincy Livens these gardening gloves with claws on them to tear up furrows and stuff. We should have used those. Oh. Then yesterday my daughter says, Dad, can you help? Rex got his foot stuck in a fly thing. I thought she meant through like a fly swatter. And I go out. We've been hanging that yellow fly tape. Yeah. My man had flies on his face, <laughs> in his God, fur, yellow on. here, yellow on the paws, flies on the paws. <laughs> you shampoo it, that doesn't do it. He now smells like a deep fryer because we had to use vegetable oil to get the gooey stuff. It's unbelievably oh, sticky. That's so gross. Wow. Vegetable oil to get the sticky stuff out of his fur. It was just... You just it was need just to put him in a thing. hamster bubble, it sounds like. <laughs> you thought being a dad was hard. Two yeah. days in a row, I was like, what is this guy's That's problem? That's crazy. Uh, when we come back, it is time every Monday here on the show, we will be doing a read-along update. Hashtag, it's not a book club. We're all reading the Stephen King latest thriller called Billy Summers. The homework assignment was to get to page 175. Dawn had to make up a lot of ground starting at page zero. How do we all do? Find out next on My Talk. Hey, welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Producer Dawn McLean holding down the fort back at the studio. Appreciate you, uh, Steve. We got to talk about what just happened. Oh yeah, we've got this uh, these fantastic works that are done. There's a book called the. It came out last year whenever we didn't have the state fair. We're going to get to our read along update here in a moment, uh, but it's called Impressions of the State Fair 2020, and uh, it's a really really cool book that is filled with all of these impressionist paintings, drawings, whatever you want to call them of the State Fair and of these iconic scenes that if you've been coming to the State Fair for a long time, um, you would love this. And for any for any like diehard State Fair fans out there, this is such a great uh, like coffee table book. I can't wait. This I have is a you at the glass cabin. table. Yeah. 
It's just so great. And so the artist is here. Yes, Kickley is his name. Uh, and he went to Paris for, and studied Impressionist and just learned to do all this. But it's really, really something. But why we mention is he's here today at our, uh, at our booth. And I didn't know. And I'm like, is that guy painting us yeah donna jokingly donna damn near had security <laughs> over here and she's like what's happening and he actually was and he so was just fantastic i love this so much uh but yeah it's uh Aww. really really cool so he just did a picture for us i'm gonna throw Thank it up you. on my social here in a little bit uh at kstp steve if you want to follow along with some of my insta stories oh, yeah. for another day oh, at I the like fair how you turn that into a plug for yourself and- <laughs> Resist the opportunity. Don't forget and I'm on Donna Facebook as well. Donna will put it on her show links page. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't forget to follow Donna if you like quarterly updates of random life moments from her journey here on Earth. You know what? I'm busy living, man. Okay. Everybody <laughs> loves it. I mean... Yeah. I do. Steve... I know. You never know what's coming with it. Like, I'm predictable. It's like, okay, he's going to update us with fair stuff today. Donna could show a picture of a, a, a gourd later and say, like, pumpkin season's coming. And that's all we get. And then you're just like, I hope she's okay. That's usually what I walk away thinking. She's okay. I don't want to bore people. Okay, let's not delay this any further. Let's do a quick reset. Okay. A few weeks ago, I told you guys I've never read any Stephen King books ever in my life. Mm Mm-hmm. I had heard that there was a new Stephen King book out, and it was less horror, much less horror, and much more uh, thriller. Uh, it's kind of like suspense. A, suspense. Yeah. yeah. So I said, maybe I'll do this. And then Donna was like, yeah, let's read it together. So then we formed a book club. First people ever at this station to do a book club. <laughs> or Suck in, it, in the world. Or in the world, some are saying. So we launched the book club and we say, what are we going to do? We're going to read. Let's read 50 pages a week. Easy enough. Week one happens. Donna gets to page 89. Now she's applying unnecessary pressure for us to catch up. We've had a mm-hmm. lot of difficulty figuring out, figuring out how much to read each week. She gets to page 89 the first week. Our next goal is to get to page 125. We decide we need to do 75 pages per week, so we went from quote-unquote 50 to 125 the second week. Well, Donna, who has given me a hard time for not getting past the prescribed amount yes, of pages, yes, yes, I know. didn't get to page 125 the second week. She had family she had in town. Company. Oh my they god! They were staying with me for ten days, and I was out and about constantly. I've had kids staying with me for eleven years. I just feel like I never have any time, but I did it because it was the assignment. So then we say, "All right, let's do one." Get to page one seventy-five from page one twenty-five. That's where we need to be today. I got on the book late last week. I mean, she did not have a lot of time and really had to catch up. The good thing about Dawn is. She's a uh, type A in all the right ways. <laughs> I'm and a she, type A? I think so. With you're these kind of things. Uh, 50 50. Yeah. I think so too. Okay. But if yeah. you're uh, the type A in you mm-hmm. gets to page 175. Yeah. The type B is the worst if place that's the to other stop type, ever in a book. The worst place to stop ever. Oh, I can't right? wait to hear. What do you mean you can't wait oh. to hear? So here's <gasps> the sitch. What? I was on page 128. I made it to 163. And I fell asleep. Wait I a second. I came so Wait close. Wait a second. I'm going to call bunk on this. We had a text thread going yesterday. Dawn sends out a note and says, well, page 175 has to be the worst <laughs> place to stop reading ever. Let me read the text thread now. <laughs> Donna Valentine responds, oh, my goodness. This is at 11.15 a.m. yesterday. Yeah. I read a lot in the morning, too. 
Donna says, oh my goodness, I need to get reading, can't wait. <laughs> then, at 2.24 in yeah. the afternoon, yeah. Donna takes a screen grab yeah. of page 159 and says, I'm getting there. Let me express, at this point, at 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday, she is... What, 1,600 pages away from where we need? No, no. she is 16 pages away, <laughs> and she is about eight more hours I away. Know. I had to go take a shower, and then I had to go somewhere. And by the time I came back, I was on the phone, and then I started oh, reading no. again, and I fell asleep. Eliminate phone calls always, you know? Sorry. I mean, so far, you get like a D. I know. You know what I'm saying? It's and fine. You were I giving us that. a hard time. I know. Let's now talk about the book, Billy okay. Summers by Stephen King, page 175. Don, here, and now she ruins the conversation. No, you guys go right ahead. Go right ahead. No, I just think that, so, just uh, without spoiling anything, just imagine, like, there's, su- there's an event that needs to happen in a book that's the point of no return. It happens yes. in movies. Um, so... Stephen King is very long-winded, and he describes things way too much. Too many mm-hmm. details, okay? So for 175 pages, it is good, but I'm just saying, do we need to know all of this? It takes sure. 175 pages to get to the point of no return, and on page 175, oh, boy. you have to turn to one page, because the rest of the paragraph is on one page. Right. Exactly. I have to finish you have the to. story. Yeah. You I have to finish the, the paragraph. I did, too. But then that point is the well, that's what you've been waiting for. And then I had to read a few more sentences into he, the next paragraph. I'm did? still on page 176, but I was like, then what happened? Like, well, okay, yeah, that happens. Know. I mean, it's a real, and by the way, we picked it blindly, right? 175, we were just like, all right, let's go back to 50 pages. I thought pages. maybe you guys were punking me and you knew that it no. happened there. No. Uh-uh. I couldn't believe it. I was stunned. I'm like, are oh you kidding me? Oh my God, I can't me? wait. It oh was my God, I gotta go. Really well done. <laughs> oh. Now your no. your enthusiasm is kind of oh annoying okay. because it feels fake. Well, now it, if something pivotal happens, I I'm excited. I, can I just tell you there Please. was one point in the story that you were kind of like, "Ick, I didn't need to hear that from Stephen King." Yes, it was oh, kind no. of a sexual thing. Oh, yeah, he's known I just don't for like that. Oh, have you ever? Ooh. Oh, is he known for that? Oh yeah, he's. So, I don't. So what I then am imagining <laughs> during these, like I don't like to. Look, you guys know I'm network TV guy, okay? Like that's my personal like rating system. I'm like a PG-13 kind of a life. Yeah, so I don't not. want to read someone's descriptions of sexy time, particularly Stephen King because now what I'm imagining is him at his kitchen table being all Stephen Kingy yeah. and then he's writing he's like, "Wait, it's not hot and enough." It's, yeah. And then he replaces the word, "Oh, I like that." And I'm thinking, and okay. And it's always with like uh, coming in of age like coming teen. of age cuz he probably remembers that time. Yeah, but I, it's, it's creepy to hear it from an old guy. It feels okay, kind of. see, I take the author out of it. Oh, well. I, I don't think about a person behind it. I just think like I'm watching a movie. That's very good of you. Because <laughs> yeah. I do. Unless I it's a biography. Person. If it's a biography, then I'm thinking that. But obviously, it's just time after movies. time. It's just like he, he does this a lot in, in his, his books. And, and like if you've ever actually read it, oh, no way. Kaka. Don't. Mm. What happens in the clown suit? Well, those are, no, it's not that. It's oh, just goodness. like, okay, I could do without that. Yeah, I feel that same way. You know? hmm. So. I, yes, page 175 of Billy Summers is when, as Don says, what's the phrase? The point of, the no, point return. of no return. 
So this is where we are pot committed to the plot, the the the, the character, the stakes are just a whole lot higher now. And uh, and I'm really enjoying the first 175 pages of the book. What I've heard about Billy Summers by Stephen King is it is the tale of two books. It's kind of like two books in one. And I think that we just finished book one. And maybe maybe yeah. not. Maybe that's coming in another 50 or 75 pages. And but it here's feels... the thing. If you think that this is going to be buttoned up and it's going to be executed, excuse the pun, in a nice, perfectly neat fashion to where it's being designed, oh, no, there are no. 300 more pages. Yes. So surely a lot of things go wrong, which makes I, me feel even more nervous. Oh, something yeah. went wrong? Yeah. You well, I feeling... mean, it has to go wrong, Donna. There are 300 more pages. <laughs> yeah. If it was right. all buttoned up nicely, it'd be over now. And remember, he's been setting up what happens after the job is done, and there are a couple of different options, and one of those is about to get squirrely. No! Okay, great. How about that guy that he can't stand? In oh, the yeah. book. Ken Hoff? Is yeah. It? Is it? yeah. Hoff. Yeah. He sounds like a pill. He's okay. going to ruin everything. It's, I hope this isn't too much to say, but I'm very suspicious of all of these ba- neighbors. I'm sorry. Oh, it feels neighbors. like a fake town. It feels oh. like. I'm not oh. saying there are two neighbors. There are two sets of neighbors. Right. Yes, because there's two different about, characters. I'm talking about the set of neighbors. They're the a little two, bit too friendly. They're the, a little oh, bit too perfect. They're you're talking about too, the couple? Just that on one over. couple? No, the whole block. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the couple in the other place mm-hmm. who were like, we're rich. We got a hundred. No, no, no. Because that he just <laughs> happened upon. If you remember in the book, right. he walks up and decides. This the was other set ones. up I get for it. him. Yeah, yeah. And I don't feel like those people are who they are. Oh, 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 oh. oh Dawn, that would be a great twist. Because maybe uh, they're trying to take him out some way. It feels like he is target number two. He, if yeah. the like other that. guy was target one, it feels like Billy Summers is target two. Hey, it's not too late for you to join the uh, <laughs> Don and Steve read Don't listen to anything we just said. Yeah, you'll Erase forget it, it in a moment. We yeah. all forget stuff. Yeah, no, um, it's so good. But you can pick up the book, Billy Summers. Get it on Amazon. It'll be there in two days. Order it on your phone right now. You'll have it right now. Or uh, but it's, there's it's some really half-price books already. People have oh, already, is that right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay, wonderful. Right. You can get a half-price book as well. Let me just say this. We have to set our... Um, assignment for next week. And listen, I want to take the lead here. We have to be at page 250 next week. Come on. No, you got to start pulling your weight. This is discipline for you. You have to do this because you have two times in a row failed. Fine. How are um, you going to grow? We you? can't enable this sort of behavior. Don, 250, are, are you feel the, okay about the, that? Are the relatives gone? They, yeah, they left yesterday. Okay. So oh, you yeah. can do this. Yeah, yeah, they left that yesterday. That was a big the way, thing. I, I give her a pass with that. Guess what? Thank you. I have... Um, or family or friends coming in town this week. And, oh, you know, and I'm going to plow through. And I'm going to do what I said I would do. Okay, stop yelling 250, if you can meet us at page 250, 250? next Monday, because it's 75 pages from oh, where we that, are. That's what you said you stop. wanted. I think we have to do 60. It's 250. <laughs> We're going to page 250. Fine, Join fine. us uh, next week for that. Meanwhile, when we come back, it'll be time for If You See Something... Say something. What do we got? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, You ever heard of the New York Mets? Heard of them? Well, they're fighting back against booing fans. We'll tell you all about that when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. We love you. Thank you for listening. You're our best friend. It's not in too much. Okay, I'll scale back a little bit. Let's ease in. Hey, everybody. Hi. Everybody say hey. Okay, now. 
Uh, it's Donna and Steve. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Woo! We are giving away his and hers oars today. You bring the boat and we supply the oars. None of that is true, just for the record. <laughs> okay, I saw something. I want to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, man. 1986 Mets. That was the best. Oh, wow. Beat the Boston Red Sox. The Miracle Mets. Game. Right? Yeah. The Miracle Mets. They're sucking right now. Oh. Um, they're in a slump. And uh, fans are starting to boo them. And oh, now the, I hate it. I know. It's so mean. Don't be fair weather fans. Uh, the players have begun uh, responding to the boos. Oh, with how? So they've begun giving <laughs> the thumbs down sign whenever they get a hit just to give the fans a taste of their own medicine. Mm. So a player, Javier Baez, yes. said, it just feels bad when I strike out and I get booed. I want to let them know when we're successful, we're going to do the same thing to you guys. I love it. So you know how it feels. And he said, I play for the fans and I love the fans, but if they're going to do that, they're just putting more pressure on the team and that's not what we want. Now, the president of the Mets, Sandy Alderson, Sandy. put out a statement last night saying these comments... And any gestures by him or any of the other players with a similar intent are totally unacceptable, will not be tolerated. Fans at City Field have every right to express their own disappointment. Oh. Booing is a fan's right. I'm, I'm pro on. what the owner said there. No. Look, Javi Baez this is, is Javi. a Okay? Is he? Yes. They all are. Listen, if you are one of the fortunate Why few... Why do you always make it about money? It's all about money. But he's a human being with feelings. Yeah, I understand that. Okay. But he's playing a game for a living. And if people boo because you, who they're committing millions of dollars to in an effort to win, are not delivering on the millions of dollars, tough cookies. Somebody's got to lose. Yeah, but you're getting booed. Deal with it. You're a grown man. And huh. what the owner cares about are the paying fans. Because you get paid. They pay in order to come see the game. So if they want to boo... Tough. Win more, and you won't get booed as much. That's generally wow. how it goes. And by the way, you're in New York. What in the heck did you expect? You're in New <laughs> York. This is what they do in New I'm York. This is what here. they do in Philadelphia. I'm walking here. In Philadelphia, they, they throw old batteries. Batteries. So yes. They're horrible in Philly. Boy, you throw batteries one time, and you're labeled for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, come on. Those are your people, Steve. Hey, no. We're, They're I'm terrible. A, They're like gangsters. No, yeah. no, no. I am in, uh, I'm on the western side of the state, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, five oh. hours away from Philadelphia, <laughs> the right. city of brotherly love. Fine. Uh, but I think when pro athletes do this, it's... I mean, he can do it. Like, I don't know that the owner needs to say, like, hey, you can't do that. I think it's sort of a stupid comeback, though, to hit a single and then to do this to the fans. It feels kind of weird. But I just think, uh, go cry to somebody else. All right. You know, uh, yes, I, I think this is kind of like punishing the flight attendants for duct taping that guy. You know? <laughs> I do. Like, let him, let him put thumbs down for himself if that's what he wants to do. You know? <laughs> I don't think he should That's be funny. reprimanded. Yeah, I mean, 
I guess you're right about it being like mm, crybaby-ish. Yeah, and yeah. again, and the owner needs to stick up for the people who are paying, not the guy who's getting paid. You're right. Okay. That's the difference. So um, I blew up. Now, I also have beef, now that we're talking about sports, let's just say this for a second. Sometimes this happens in, in the NFL, which I find so fascinating, where um, if one team, let's, let's all be really positive and optimistic. Let's say that the Vikings are just dominating somebody, okay? I mean, just crushing them. It's 49-3 to at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I'm for sportsmanship, but I'm also for doing the absolute best you can as long as you can. And so I hear all of these professional coaches who get upset when a team, instead of just running the ball, winding the clock down, doing whatever, not trying to run for the score, in a professional game where you are the best of the best, and then they, they cry foul, like, why did you have to run the score up on us? And mm-hmm. I just, that, that screams, it I, it really bothers me. Because everybody's getting paid. This is a living that we're making here to do the absolute best that we can for the amount of time that we are out there on the field. And so when a professional coach gets upset with the other coach for running up the score, you know, there's always an option. And it's defense. And you can play defense and you can stop them that way. That is another argument that has just forever irritated me. Sports talk. Sports talk. All right. I saw something else. What? Um, This is serious. Hurricane Ida hit Louisiana yesterday. Uh, It made landfall around noon as a Category 4 hurricane. Less than 100 miles from New Orleans. Um, On the 16th anniversary to the day. Yes. Of Hurricane Katrina. That's a tragic coincidence. Now this morning they have uh, over a million people who are without power, including all of New Orleans. Oh my gosh. Uh, Flash flood emergencies have been declared. I know some folks were worried about hospitals who needed to go to generator power um, and thinking of their uh, any hospitalized patient. COVID, of course, top of mind there, who need generators to keep things moving and machines going. Uh, The storm surge was so intense yesterday at one point that it stopped the flow of the Mississippi River near New Orleans and actually caused the the flow to reverse. That's crazy. Which is an extremely uncommon thing, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. Yeah, there's a, oh my gosh, last night, I guess the first death was reported. I don't know what that updated uh, number is, but someone was killed by a falling tree. So just really, really scary stuff. And, you know, our thoughts are with everybody in Louisiana right now. That is really scary. 130 to 156 miles per hour as far as winds go. Oh my gosh. Can't imagine what kind of damage has uh, taken place there. So, all right. What do you want to do now? Well, Donna, why don't we prepare for the uh, remainder of the show, which right. we have a really big show. We should let you know, today is a Money Monday. Uh, coming up at hour three today, we have got a uh, Money Monday. I got a, ba- I got a bad news. I got a bad news about Christmas. Oh, no. I'm going to ruin Christmas all for right. everybody. No. Great. Yeah, well, uh, there's some news about the toy industry. So I'll fill you in on that. Oh, also, though, I'm going to let you know about a really good way to make money. There's a new cryptocurrency that is blowing up. Ooh. It's not Bitcoin. It's not Dogecoin. I'll tell you what it is and how rich people have gotten by owning it. Okay, very good. Hey, uh, don't forget, we are out at the Minnesota State Fair. Our show is presented by Boulevard Auto Works. 
Uh, we've got a couple of T-shirts that we'll uh, throw out into the crowd before we get out of here from those guys. Jason and Alexis, they're presented by Loaves and Fishes. And we've got our other weekday programs all live out here through September 6th. So come and watch your favorite shows live from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. That's where we are right now. We're on Underwood Street, just south of Randall uh, Randall Avenue. So mytalk1071.com, keyword fair. You'll find more information there. Dawn, get out of here. Okay, I'm going to go read. Okay. (laughs) Rude. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster uh, will have a dirt alert when we come right back live from the fair. It's Donna and Steve on my talk.